This is Fortify, the podcast where you will learn tips and ideas to help you fortify yourself, your family, and others within your reach. I am your host, Shannon Foster. Welcome back. This is part two about scripture journaling. So if you haven't listened to part one, I suggest you go back and listen to that episode first. This episode, we'll be discussing some hows or some specific ways to scripture journal. But in the last episode, we discussed why it is so important. And I just know that the why is so important. If we understand the why of something, we will figure out the hows and push through the obstacles. But if we don't know the whys, then those obstacles can seem too big and then the goals we have can kind of just die out. So I suggest you start with the last podcast and then listen to this one. But if I could say why keeping a scripture journal is so important, it is because it fortifies and nurtures you. You are able to learn and digest doctrines really effectively. And so the last episode talked about that more in detail. So in this episode, we're going to talk about four things. First, we will talk about some ideas about what scripture journaling can look like for older teens and adults. Then we will talk about what it can look like for children and how to help them develop this skill. And then third, I will share how I set up a scripture journal. And fourth, I'll share how I use a journal in my seminary classroom, which you can then adapt and use some of these ideas in your in your home or other teaching scenarios. All right, first on our list is to talk about what scripture journaling can look like for you and your older teens. So let me first start by saying that I believe that every person that keeps a scripture journal will come up with their own ideas and their journal will be totally unique to them and it will evolve and it should evolve. The best thing you can do is to start and then allow yourself to evolve. I just recorded an Instagram story and showed you some of my scripture journal pages. And in that story, I shared that how I like to record has evolved over time. And I expect it to continue to evolve. And if you go watch that story, you can see some pages which might help you get started. But just know that you can get started, but then expect yourself to evolve. Okay, so I'm going to give you some good ideas here for you. And then, like I said, I will share some ideas for your kids, but just realize that many of the ideas can be used for everyone. So some of the ideas we talk about for you can be used for your kids and many of the ideas for your kids you will love and run with. So the first idea to share with you is just really basic and it just might be what most of your pages look like, especially at first. And that is to just write on a page, like in a journal about something that really stood out to you while you were studying. So for example, let's say you were studying in Exodus 2 about Moses's mother putting him in the basket upon the river. And you were just really moved by how she kept her baby safe in a situation where the Pharaoh had ordered the death of all male babies. That would have been a really desperate situation. Can you imagine the panic and despair going through the Israelites at that time? Imagine what they must have been experiencing and talking about amongst themselves. And imagine how hard Moses' parents would have prayed to know what to do. And then they ended up doing the exact right thing for Moses. That would have taken an immense amount of faith to actually make the basket. And then the scriptures say that his sister stood afar off, 
and watched him to make sure he was okay. I just think that if any of us could have been and seen that moment in real life, we would would have been weeping along with that sweet family and our hearts would have been truly turned to prayer. So as you're studying about that story, you could just open up your journal and start writing about the thoughts you are having. Just get them on paper. They do not have to be perfect. Just write them down. Don't wait to write them down. I have learned that if I wait, I will either forget or I won't remember it the same way as if I had captured it in the moment. I always think about um, in section 76, when Joseph Smith was receiving the revelation about the three degrees of glory, and he was told during the vision to write while yet in the spirit. And so I really have kind of taken that to heart and learn that we want to capture what we're learning as closely as possible to the moment we are learning it. So if you need some ideas to help you know how to start writing, one thing I do is sometimes I picture myself writing to my children or future generations. So that really helps me point out really important doctrines or principles or lessons that I hope they are seeing. And then another is to write your own personal experiences. So maybe you can relate with Moses's mother in some way, or maybe you're doing something right now to keep your children safe, like she kept Moses safe. Or maybe you are doing something now to prepare for your future children so you can protect them. Or maybe you had an experience when the Spirit directed you to do something very specific for a child. Or maybe you are teaching your children to watch over each other, just like Moses's sister watched over him. Or maybe you are impressed to have a special lesson to help your children better watch over each other. And then you can record that idea in your journal. Any of those things are things you could put into your journal. And by the time you capture some of those thoughts, that page will become so special. And just imagine the things you can learn from your own writing. It is in the writing and the fleshing out of that part of Moses's story where you've slowed down enough to have thoughts you may not have otherwise had. And then now you record it and then you can build upon that now and have maybe a special lesson to give your family you would not have had before. And then if you forget the lessons you're learning, you can just go back and read those pages again. Okay, so that's the first idea, just to write it out, get it down on paper. And I would suggest that you give the page a title so you don't have a journal full of pages that just flow together with writing because then you can't find things easily. So at the top of that page, you might write um, lessons learned from Moses's mother or even Exodus 2. Another idea is what I do in my study pages in our weekly kits. And, and that is I break down a chapter into chunks of verses. And I talked a little bit about this in the last episode, but my very favorite way to scripture journal is to take a chunk of verses and write about what is happening in those verses and capture a specific lesson I'm finding. So maybe I will write Exodus 2, 1 through 5, and then I'll record things that really stand out to me and I try to flesh out those verses. And as I'm writing, I might look and see what other Bible scholars have said or I'll search what prophets have said and I'll just really try to dig into those verses and record what I'm finding and what I am loving and especially record the things I don't want to forget and hope to build upon. 
the idea of breaking down into verses um, a chapter is a great way to really get the full picture and understanding of a story. And it is especially good if you want to teach with power because it is how you can pay the price to really wrap your mind and heart around a story or a certain chapter. And then you will teach about it very differently. However, this format will take a lot of time. So don't think that if you do this in one chapter that you have to do it in the next. It is just something you can do when you, when you have time. But I will say for me, this is how I find the richness and depth in the scriptures. And it is how I find things I would otherwise miss if I were just reading. It's the digging into a few verses that's really magical and it really helps you get into the story at your own pace, recording what you're learning, but you can spend hours a week doing it. And so don't have this high expectation for yourself that it's all or nothing, that you do that when you can. And then otherwise you might just be studying and digging into verses here and there. And so the idea is that we want to be in the scriptures as much as possible, but don't set too high of goals that you can't keep. So if capturing one or two thoughts is what you can carve out time for, do that and do that with your whole heart. That will begin to open up the scriptures for you in ways that you may have never experienced and you will begin to develop the skill of scripture journaling. Look what um, President Oak said. He said, if there is anything I have learned about studying the scriptures, it is that what you ponder and pray about is far more important than how much ground you cover. Okay, I have a list of other ideas that I want to share with you, but they're just going to be under the ideas for kids too. But before I move on to those ideas, I just want to mention four things. First, as you write, talk to your future posterity, like I mentioned before. Imagine your children reading your journal in future years. If you don't know what to write, having that thought in your mind can really inspire you and be like a switch that you flip that just gets the thoughts rolling in. And then second, testify often and share your own experiences that go with what you are studying. That will be magic in your journal. And third, make notes of the things you want to teach your family. And you could even note ways to teach it. You can make those thoughts right in your journal. So you might say, I want to teach my children about watching over one another like Moses' sister watched over him. And then maybe you get an idea of how to teach it or a story to tell. And you can capture that right in your scripture journal. And then the fourth idea is to pray before you study. Ask for the spirit to teach you and instruct you. The scriptures were written by revelation and they should be read by revelation. Then recording what the spirit is teaching you will accelerate your learning and you will be amazed at what flows from your pen. Okay, let's talk about what scripture journaling can look like with your kids. And a lot of these ideas can also be used in your journal, like I said. So the first thing I would recommend is to start slow and make it fun. Help them learn this skill slowly and build upon it over time. The goal isn't for your children to automatically have amazing scripture journals, but the goal is to truly learn and help them learn how to study from the scriptures and receive instruction from the spirit. That will take time but it can be carefully taught so they develop it before they leave home. So the very first idea is a great way to introduce scripture journaling to your kids. And that is what I am doing with my, even my four-year-old. 
And that idea is to use art. Art is an amazing way for children to connect to a story. And there are so many wonderful pieces of art that have been created, especially around the Bible stories. You could just start by having your children paste in their favorite pieces of art into their own journals. And if you're a subscriber to our weekly kit, you know that we offer a page of art just for your kids' scripture journals. And so I always use that with my own kids. And then I also go onto the internet and I copy and paste other pieces of art, often hundreds of years old, and I put that on another piece of paper. So each week, after my children have learned the story, I give my kids two pages full of art and they just know that they are to look over the art and choose their favorite pieces. And then they cut them out and paste them in their journals. My four-year-old just paste them in his book, but my nine-year-old will often write about what she loves about that art or what's happening in the piece of art. So this is just a really simple way to help your children see the value of keeping a record that captures their thoughts and something that they can look back through. So another idea is to have them draw in their journals. They can draw a scene from a story or make a timeline of a story. Drawing timelines is actually a really effective way to get a story straight in their mind, and it can be really fun to do that. And then another idea is to rewrite things in their own words. So have your, your children pick a favorite scripture and write it out in their journal. And then next to it, have them rewrite that scripture in their own words. That is a really good thing to have them practice. So rephrasing a scripture in their own words that they would use is a wonderful way for them to learn to understand scripture language, and it can help you see how well they are able to interpret it into words they understand. Okay, another idea is to get a picture of a person they are studying, or they can draw a picture, and then have them paste that picture right in the middle of a journal page. So let's say they're studying Joseph of Egypt or Moses, you find a picture of them and they paste it right in the middle of their page, then have them write their favorite things or stories about that person. Or they can write how they want to become like that person, or they can add their favorite thing that person said or did. This is the kind of thing that once your kids start on a page like this, their own creativity and thoughts will take over and they can make their own page really unique. And for children who cannot yet read or write, you can just write down exactly what they're telling you and you're their pen, you're their writer. Okay, another idea is for you to write a note or a letter to your child right in their scripture journal. So let's say you're studying again about Moses's mother protecting him. You could write a note to them about something you are doing to protect and prepare them for the mission God has for them. That could become a really precious page to them. And you could also ask other people in your life to write letters. So for example, if they're studying about Isaiah, you could ask grandma or grandpa or cousin Steve or whoever to write a letter about their favorite scripture in Isaiah. So you could get really creative with this and just fill your child's journal with people testifying to them. And you can also do the same thing in their scriptures. I've often written notes in the margins of my children's scriptures, or I've, um, written it on a sticky note and stuck it in their scriptures. 
Okay, so another idea is to write some questions in their journal that they would need to go into their scriptures to search for the answers. So here's one example. I remember one time I wanted my seminary students to really learn about prayer. So I wrote a number of questions about prayer on the whiteboard. And then I had my students write those same questions into their scripture journals. And then I had them look up the definition for prayer in the Bible dictionary and search for answers to those questions. And they would write what they found in their journals. That activity is so much more effective than just sitting down and reading the definition together. So you could do this same thing in a chapter, or you could do it with a standard and for the strength of youth pamphlet or a topic in true to the faith booklet. So there are a lot of options you can do with this. And if you tell them that they can write or draw their answer, that often makes it more approachable and less intimidating. So the option to draw makes it seem just less serious, which a lot of people, especially children, will will respond to, especially if they're getting started learning this skill. Another idea is to have a page focused on a topic. So for example, what if your children were studying about Joseph of Egypt forgiving his brothers? So maybe they create a page in their journal all about forgiveness. And on that page, your child can make a list of scriptures that teach about forgiveness, or they could write about a story when they forgave someone, or they could make goals or write quotes or paste a picture of Joseph forgiving his brothers or whatever they want. And they can just write forgiveness at the top of that page. So they know that that page is a topical page about that important principle. Okay, another tip I would give is to really put a lot of value into your children's journals. Look through them often. Look at everything they've added. Show them that their work will not go unnoticed. Praise them. Teens may want more privacy than that, so you will want to find the balance there. But children love to show their work and let them see how wonderful their efforts are. Then as you see them learning the skill, you can gently nudge them to do a little more. Like if they are only pasting art into their journal for a while, you can then ask them to pick one and one of the pieces of art they put in there and write why they love it. Or you can give them an idea to write about their favorite part of the story or tell them to write three things they learned from that story. The goal is to help them learn to slow down, ponder, and record. And the ultimate goal is to help them hear the voice of the spirit. So gently helping them learn the skill will be such a gift to them. And you will also find that as they do these journaling activities, they will retain these stories in their minds and hearts better. Okay, the last tip I have for your kids scripture journaling is that if you keep a scripture journal, that will make an enormous difference. Not only will they learn by your example, but you will be able to lead them along better and also let them look through your journal and let them see you writing in your scripture journal and let them see you pulling it out to have a family discussion from something you learned and they'll see the value of what you're recording and, and how it's affecting all parts of your life. Okay. Now let me share how I have set up my scripture journals in the past. And then of course, You can do it the same way or some other way. This just could be a good way for you to get started. And then your process will evolve over time. And it should. 
So the first thing I do when I get a new journal is I number all of the pages. And then the first page is so page one, page two, all the way back to whatever, however big the journal is. And then I, um, at the very front, I make a table of contents and then I give every page a title when I'm writing in them. So if I write about, about Moses's mother, then that's going to be a title of the page. And then I, if that was on page three in my scripture journal, I make a table of contents in the front and next to page three, I write lessons learned from Moses's mother. So I actually showed this in an Instagram story. And you can see my table of contents and how I did that. So if you just go to at redheaded hostess and find the highlight bubble titled journaling, you will see it there. And so I do this. So as I fill out my journal, I can just find everything so easily. And I use things all of the time that way. So you'll end up coming up with your favorite way to keep your titles and how to record them. But I would just say, Start with the easiest thing for you and see where it goes from there. Okay, I just want to quickly share how I used a scripture journal in my seminary classroom. And I developed this over years of trial and error. And so this is what it ended up being after several years. So first I would tell the students on the first day of school that they would need a journal. And then I always had a cheap little journal for them if they didn't bring one. But after introducing the journal to them and showing them mine, most would want to bring their own. Then we would have a scripture journal setup time when they would number the pages and make their own table of contents. So the journals would be ready for the year. And then I made all my lessons scripture centered, journal centered. So if we were learning a story, I would maybe list some questions on the board they could journal about. And then we would have a discussion that always changed the quality of the discussion. If I allowed them journal time first and allowed them to digest and think through things, it also would allow the spirit to teach them. And then the discussion would be better and allowed the spirit to teach through the students. Or another idea is I would give them a piece of art to paste into their journal or I would tell them to dive into verses one through five or seven through 12 or whatever, and write about what they are finding. Or if we wanted to fo focus on a topic like prayer or the Godhead or prophets, they would write it on the top of the page and we would fill the page with quotes and scriptures and definitions, diagrams or whatever. And then here's a really good tip. Whenever I gave my students a handout of any kind, I would make it sized so it could fit into their journals. So I tried to never use their seminary folders. All handouts went into their journals. So we went through a lot of tape in class. <laughs> I hope all of these ideas have helped you get a good start. And remember that every scripture journal should be different. Some people will have more art, others more drawings, others more words. And just like your scripture journal will evolve, so will your children's. And they will come up with their own wonderful ideas and they will become treasures to them. And I would love to see pictures of your scripture journals and your kids' journals. So you can tag me on Instagram or direct message me there. I would just love to see those. Okay, see you next time. And just so you know, the next three podcasts are all teaching ideas for certain age groups. So we'll see you then.